right? First show, first take. Let's get it with the boys. Mark, Joe, introduce yourselves. Uh, Joe Balzano, you know, big whoop. <laughs> Mark Santoshi, bigger whoop. All right, you guys made a great first impression. All right, first topic, the biggest news of the week, the Red Sox designated for assignment, Hanley Ramirez. Now, now Hanley Ramirez has been a fan favorite in, in uh, Boston for a few years now, and rumors have been circulating that it was the manager, Alex Cora, who made the final call. Now, uh, I have my own thoughts about this, but Joe, what are, what are you thinking about this? Alex Cora, what gives you the right to DFA a fan favorite in your first year managing the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox is not a bad baseball team. Henry Ramirez is a good baseball player. If Mitch Moreland does not explode onto the scene, Alex Cora's head will be on a banister outside of Fenway Park. I promise you that. This is not a popular move by any means. Everybody on Twitter from the Red Sox fans are really upset to see Hanley go. And it's all because of that big, big contract. Yeah, but I think they understand it. I think I think all the fans are looking at it like, well, yeah, we lose our, you know, best, the biggest clown in the locker room. Everyone loves him, but they understand the business aspect of it where you've seen guys like Sandoval and Castillo get cut, you know, and now you're just adding, I guess you're adding to that dead money, which doesn't help, but, I mean, Mitch Moreland did great this year. He's batting over 300. He's, you know, he hit doubles left and right. That's what he does. So... I, I, I don't disagree with the move. I think Cora, you got big balls doing it, I, I, and I respect it. And, you know, they have the best record in the MLB, so can you really can you really hate on the move? Yeah, they have the best record in the MLB. Why are they making moves like that? I think it, it, it disturbs the clubhouse more than anything, which is a Hanley was a, a big clubhouse presence. Right, and uh, that's, that's where my argument comes in. Right, so Alex Cora made a big move first year, big whoop, but... Last year, they lost a big presence in the locker room of David Ortiz. He retired. Big presence. The heart of Boston. And the closest thing that I could think to someone like that in the Red Sox locker room making a difference was Hanley Ramirez. He was fun, always greeting fans, signing autographs, taking pictures, doing everything for the city of Boston. And there's not a lot of guys like that left in the locker room. There's young guys like Devers, Mookie. I mean, they're, they're great players, great personalities. But at the end of the day, I mean, if you're batting 250 with six homers, that's not enough to get designated for assignment from a first place team. I don't know. It just seems odd to me in an odd place. And now it just it it where's the map forward for Hanley? You know, he's got seven days left before he goes on. Uh, he goes off waivers and becomes a free agent. Anybody can pick him up. Where does he go? Uh, well, I've already said where I think he goes. I think he goes to the Tampa Bay Rays, um, which sounds ludicrous because the Tampa Bay Rays are a hovering team. They're around 500 right now, but I think he wants to get back in the AL East. I think he wants to get back at the Boston Red Sox. I mean, you know, on Twitter, you know, he's like, I love you, Boston. You're, you're a beautiful city. I, I get that, but in his mind, I know what he's saying. He's like, these fucking assholes, let me tell you something. There, there is a part of him that wants to destroy the Red Sox, and playing in the AL East will give him at least, you know, there's 19 games per season. All right, hot takes, Joe. Mark, let me hear it. Um, so originally, I was going to say the Mets, because the Mets are looking at every every no. washed-up player in the, in the books. But I'm actually going to take a pivot here and go to the other team in New York. Because, Joe, you gave me an idea here. Now, you got Greg Bird out, injury-prone, right? He's coming, he's coming back now, but 
you never know. Why not get an insurance policy? Get Hanley there. You think? I think Hanley would be down to go to the Yankees. I, I have nothing else to say, but this is fucking chaos. You think that you you think Joe? You think that Hanley Ramirez is going to sign with the Tampa Bay Rays, an ab- an abomination of an organization? They stink. No one goes to the games. Jesus, Mark, you think that Hanley Ramirez, after all he's been through, is going to just defy the odds? What do you? I I think that uh, I mean, I don't even want to hear it, Mark. You're you're crazy. Hanley Ramirez is going to the Minnesota Twins. You heard it here first. Listen, you want to know why? Minnesota Twins have absolutely no life at first baseman. They got Logan Morrison, who basically only bats for his righties. And when he does, he's batting 204. Be on the lookout. Hanley Ramirez going to Minnesota. You heard it here first. The caught-looking show, folks. Uh, moving on. Uh, second thing we're going to talk about the recent PED suspensions in the major leagues. Something we haven't seen in a while. I mean, we haven't seen suspensions like this since A-Rod got that big one, 62 slap. The big news, Robinson Cano got 80 games for quote-unquote diuretic, which is a masking agent for steroids. Many former players have come out and said, Cano, I'm not surprised. But all the fans are, are fucking astonished. I was like, are you, are you kidding? Robinson Cano? I, what do you think, Joe? Well, uh, to a certain point, I don't necessarily care as much as other people do about the whole steroids thing. I don't necessarily think that steroids are this big bad wolf. Um, I don't necessarily like them, but I don't think it should uh, affect somebody's Hall of Fame change. Still got to hit home runs. Still got to hit him out of the park. However, I have a huge problem with Robinson Cano, and I have a huge problem with Ryan Braun. And that's because these guys play all innocent as soon as they get caught, and they piss in a cup, and they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that this this thing was, uh, you know, in in this drug, and I didn't know what happened. That's bullshit. They knew exactly what they were getting into. And every single time someone gets caught, besides my man Wellington Casquillo, who was just like, you know what? I messed up, guys. I, I took some steroids. So, you know, I have a problem with him just actually saying that, oh, I, I have a problem, you know, something like that. I mean, I... Did you just say you're okay with steroids? I'm I'm a little confused with what you just said. Should, should, are you a fan of the the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds era of baseball, or would you want a clean time of baseball where we're not worried about Robinson Cano juicing up, smacking homers out in Seattle? I mean, we should be looking at guys that are clean, not guys that are dirty. Mark, what are you thinking? Well, what I'm thinking is the entire Seattle Mariners team is juicing. You got D Gordon, yeah, Austin Cruz, yeah. Cano now. You're looking at that. That's three guys right there. This whole locker room. We gotta get a full investigation. I'm I'm calling Manfred. I'm telling him, you gotta look into the Mariners because there's something in the water. Yeah, I think actually uh, Manfred's a listener. He uh he's listening right now. Manfred, listen to my words. Investigate the Seattle Mariners because it's time. They've got problems. But these two suspensions in a very short period of time, I'm a little surprised. Like I mean. We haven't really seen this ever unless it was, you know, A-Rod getting slapped down or when um, when that big report came out where there was a ton of names on the list where people could be possibly, yeah, biogenesis. And, I mean, two 80-game suspensions 
beginning of the year. That's crazy to me. Well, the steroid era never really went away. I think the technology caught up to the fact that Fair point. people you know, were just able to mask it better. And now the MLB has caught two people. You know, Cano's a big star. Wellington Castillo, not really. But, uh, you know, I also give my hats off to Cano for one thing. He can't make any more money. He's making a ton of money right now. And there's no real reason for him to be taking steroids besides producing for his team. So in that regard, I actually... He's a hero. He's a yeah, hero. right? How, like, he is legitimately trying to get better while making, what, $26 million a year? You know, Wellington that's Castillo a, a, is playing for a contract. That's a different story. Clap, clap it up for Robinson Cano, the hero we need, folks. You keep sticking those needles up your ass, buddy. All right, we're all right. We're moving on uh, to the cleanest guy in the game, best looking guy, most strikeouts in the game, fastest to 100 Ks, eight and one. The man himself, Max Scherzer. Come on, you can't even deny this man's greatness. Back to back Cy Youngs. Fastest to 100 strikeouts in a season. Absolutely shutting down batters, making them look fucking stupid. They look dumb. Now, I'm here to make a hot take, make a bold statement. Max Scherzer is going to win the MVP. Now, before you get ahead of yourself, folks, just know Max Scherzer is on pace to break Clayton Kershaw's 2014 MVP uh, stint, you may call it. He finished 21 and 3 with a 177. Max Scherzer's 8 and 1 with a 178. Thoughts? Well, uh, you know, if you're off your knees now and, uh, <laughs> you know, Max Scherzer is uh, done being in your mouth, then I believe Max Scherzer is a great pitcher. Okay. There's no doubt about that. And he should be in the conversation with Clayton Kershaw as the two best pitchers in the game. Maybe Verlander's right outside there. I don't think he's necessarily right in there with them. But Max Scherzer has dominated the NL Cy Young race. He's also won in the AL. He's one of the only pitchers in history to do that and win in both leagues. Uh, so to go on to your point, Max Scherzer is a very good pitcher, and he could win the MVP. I don't think he's going to. I think it's very easy for pitchers to have one start where they can just blow up. But um, there's a lot of uh, decent candidates, too, for the MVP right now that no one saw coming. Right. Do you, Joe, do you think that pitchers should be allowed to win the MVP? Like, are you against pitchers and MVPs? Oh, or? man, I'm, I'm a pitcher, man. I, 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 I'm I, a pitcher guy. I, again, I would rather see the dead. You see, I like steroids, but I also would rather see the dead ball era. Oh. <laughs> you see, so I have, a, I have a problem, a mental problem in my head where I want to see, yeah, maybe. I want to see steroids in the game, but I also want to see one nothing games. So I don't know. All right. Well, I guess, I, I guess our listeners want steroids. I don't know. Mark, what do you think in Max Scherzer MVP race? What I'm thinking is Joe's an idiot, but That's aside fair. from that, we have Scherzer is again dominant, dominant. Point nine one WHIP. Uh, you know, you rattled off all the numbers. Batting average against under two hundred. You know, he's been he's been mowing down guys. And the great thing about it for him is the rest of the field is is a bunch of guys that. Can you? Really, it, it almost reminds me of when Daniel Murphy was in the conversation. It was like Daniel Murphy cannot win a side. Uh, I mean, uh, MVP. Like Odubel Herrera is in like is having one of his career like a career year. He's Marquez. been great. Marquez another great year. Um, 
uh, Freddie Freeman maybe those I mean those guys but are those teams even going to make the playoffs so you have to no no yeah you have to factor that in I mean Scherzer's MVP chances are looking good they're they're definitely looking good you got to love to hear that MV- MVP chances looking good World Series chances even better. yeah you know let's see them win you know one series in the playoffs and then get maybe the we'll cups. start talking yeah get to the cup get through the cups and then we'll see all right, October, I'm bringing you back to this exact conversation. All right, moving on. Moving on to the AL, back to the AL. Uh, I guess double A, not the AL. Vlad Jr., this guy's hitting piss missiles all over the field, wrecking double A pitching, making people cry, hitting home runs off tees of the opposite field. I mean, if you're the Blue Jays, how soon is it? Before you call him up, like when when do you do it, Mark? Um, you gotta address Josh Donaldson first. You have to figure out what you're doing there. Are you gonna trade him? Are you gonna resign him? Are you just gonna let him walk at the end of the year? I think you gotta get something for him. What would you do? What are you doing with Josh? He's batting two twenty seven, slugging four thirty with five homers. You take what you can get for him. You try to max out his value. Maybe you wait till the deadline. I you're in a tough spot because Vlad's really pushing the envelope right now. He's giving. He's his bloodline is it's showing right now, you know. Vlad former expo. Yeah. The, the it's the Canadian it's the Canadian blood. That's what it is. Something in the water. Something in the water, Joe. Yeah, uh Vlad Jr. is a real impressive kid. Uh you know, thanks uh Juan Soto for making people talk about him. 19-year-old stud out of Washington. Uh we finally got people talking about Vlad Jr. batting in the stratosphere right now. Don't forget Gleyber too. Yeah, Gleyber too. Uh they're all in this conversation and there's these young kids uh, but I don't think they're going to bring him up till at least June. Uh, I think that's when their uh, contract kicks in where he would get another year with them. And the Blue Jays aren't going anywhere this year. Uh, I'm not worried about Donaldson at all. I haven't been worried about Donaldson ever. Uh, he's an MVP. He's a great player. But as long as Josh Donaldson's there, uh, I don't think that uh, Vlad Jr. will be getting a lot of time at third base. Now, fantasy players, just keep an eye on him. I picked him up. I'm ready for him. Yeah, you picked up Vlad. I picked up Vlad for for a little. I will rot him on my bench until he gets up there. He he will hit. He he's an MVP. He's gonna be an MVP. He's gonna be an MVP. I think he's gonna be awesome. Background information for every listener: Joe, Mark, and I we're in a fantasy league together. Very high stakes. You're gonna hear us talk about it a little bit. We're fantasy junkies. We're not like Buster only. We're not like these guys in ESPN who read into the numbers. We're instinct guys. Fantasy instinct guys. Buster only is a colorblind loser. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're in, we're insulting Buster now. The the I mean, we're the guys that picked up Bellinger and Judge before you knew who Bellinger and Judge were. We we picked up Gliber and Vlad before you knew Gliber and Vlad were. And I mean, if Mark's saying he picked up Vlad, that's a that's a testament to his skill. No, absolutely not. And I think that I think the Blue Jays. It's it's time for them to call him up. The fans are restless. Yeah. Toronto had an amazing year a couple years ago. The Joey Bats bat flip. I mean, that stadium was rocking. They had beer cans on the field. Sam Dyson looked like he wanted to murder himself. Sam Dyson was in a bad bad place in that game. Seventh inning, 
first and third, Joey Basco is absolute yabo to left field, sends the entire city of Toronto into pandemonium. Now, a couple years later, you're worried about calling up this kid from Double A because your team stinks. Uh, I call that a th- I call that a 360. And, and and to make it even worse, their their ace is terrible. Ma- Marcus Stroman's 0 and 6. Yeah, he's uh, you know he's also on the inj- uh, he's also on the DL with a fake injury. So okay, all right, all right, Joe. I guess we're out of the Blue Jays. This brings us to our fifth segment of the night, possibly my favorite segment, no doubt. The crew's very first power rankings, folks. Now, the power rankings are a list of the five top teams in baseball at the moment when this was recorded. And that to us could be a number of things. That could be record. That could be, you know, last 20 games, last 10 games. That could be ERA. That could be home runs. Whatever we decide. And honestly, fuck you. We make the rules. So, (laughs) we're going to start off my man Mark. Who is your number five team in the power rankings? Fifth best team in baseball right now. It was tough. It was a, it was a coin flip for me. I um I put the Angels in there because you got you got Mike Trout. You know. That's- Do they have Mike Trout? Oh, okay. All right. Just making sure that they have Mike Trout. Ain't that that's it? That's that is. Yeah, I mean, they have Mike Trout. Is there anything else that needs to be said? I don't know. Maybe the young Babe Ruth, Shohei Yotani, Maybe. Oh yeah, that guy. Do I need to say more than Trout? No, you don't. No. All right. Well, elaborate, Mark. Joe's pissed. The record, the record speaks for itself. They're they're what six games over five hundred now. They're they're going in a weekend series with the Yanks. So we'll see how that goes. It's it's you know they're split so far. So I just think that team's got a lot of upside. Their their offense is potent. Once Zach Kozart, Ian Kinsler get going, then you know who knows that those guys are vets. You're right. They're, they're going to be there when it matters. So I think. I think they're uh, I think they're on the rise. Joe, number five. Uh, number five, I had the Milwaukee Brewers, uh, best bullpen in baseball by far. Uh, Jeremy Jeffries, .53 ERA, and he's their third best pitcher out of the pen. Uh, Corey Kniebel just came back, got two saves back to back a couple days ago, and uh, Josh Hader is. I mean, he's getting Cy Young votes right now if it's the season of today. My guy. All right, I got five out of the blue. The steroid users themselves, Seattle Mariners. Listen, these guys in Seattle, 29-20, 7-3 in their last 10. Hanager's going off. Piss missiles all over the field. 291, 11 homers. Who would have thought? They got King Felix. He's still chugging along. I love these guys. They're my number five. Four, Mark. Yeah, four, I got the Brewers. So, I mean, piggybacking off what Joe said, Josh Hader, my guy. So, uh, I'm just going to ride with the crew. I think they got a lot of, lot of offensive power. I, I, I trust them. I think they're going to be good. Yeah, number four, I have a team below the Brewers right now in the standings, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Their rotation is going to be absolutely insane in about two weeks. There's this boy named uh, Alex Reyes. He's 23 years old. Uh, He has had 23 scoreless innings in the minor leagues so far, 34 strikeouts. And he's, what, their four right now behind Waka, who's having an amazing year. He's actually they're nothing right now, Joe. He's in the minor leagues, but continue. Reyes. Yeah, Alex Reyes. Yeah, he's in the minor leagues right now, but he had 23 score innings in the minor so leagues. He, right. So he's their four in the minor leagues. Well, he's going to be there four when he comes back this oh, Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. Behind Waka. Just just clearing that up for yeah, the viewers. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, if they're not smart enough to know that, then they're just stupid. Oh, right. Okay, Joe. Anyways. All right. Uh, he lives on... Uh, no, I'm kidding. 
<laughs> yeah, so Walk is good, uh, and they have a they have a great rotation behind them. Uh, Flaherty, who's the rookie, is also having a great year. So I put the Cardinals at four. All right, I I'm gonna concur with Marcus Brew Crew, number four. I mean, come on, these guys are the shit. Yelich, best bullpen. They're I mean they're unstoppable. Expect the Brew Crew to take the division, beating the Cubs. Cubs are gonna have to take over the wild card. Don't worry about it. You heard it here first. Joe, three. Uh, number three, I have the Yanks. Uh, God, I hate talking about the Yankees because, you know, everybody and their mother likes talking about the Yankees, and Mark decided to, you know, put Hanley in the conversation of going to the Yankees just to give us something else to talk about with the Yankees. So thanks, Mark. Scumbag. Yeah, you scumbag. Anyways, uh, the Yankees, you know, they're a good team, and they just got Greg Bird back. Uh, if they get their pitching rotation going, if Sonny Gray ever figures it out and Tanaka ever figures it out, they, they're probably unstoppable to anyone besides, you know, the other two. I, I have the Yankees as well for everything God, Joe just said. It. And I'll add Glaber Torres, Giancarlo Stan, Judge, Sanchez, Didi. Like, it's unstoppable. Well, I have Yankees at 3-2. First in runs, first in home runs, first in RBIs. Not, not enough you can say about the third best team in baseball. Two, I'll start this one off. I got the Houston Astros, number two, folks. Why? They got a two two five ERA. Garrett Cole, disgusting. You can't hit his curveball. Don't even try. They're gross. They have the best one-two punch shortstop second baseman in the league, no doubt. Mark, who you got? Um, I have the Red Sox. I, I think that they're... Probably the second most complete team in the MLB. Maybe third. But they're, you know, look at their record. Speaks for themselves. Cut and Hanley kind of puts a little damper on that. But, I mean, you have Bats MVP right now. There's nothing to it. You have Sale, your ace. That's your guy. JD. Yeah, you got JD. And then you have Kimbrell locking up the back end. I mean, it's pretty much it's pretty much as full as it gets. Uh, you know you don't have? Uh, Hanley Ramirez. <laughs> Good take, Joe. Um, so for number two, I also have the Astros. Um, I'm not much of an analytics guy when it comes to this stuff, but their spin rate is near cheating. Uh, in fact, uh, some people, yeah, Mr. Bauer over there, Trevor Bauer accused them of having a little bit too good of a spin rate. Maybe they're putting some pine tar on their baseballs. I don't know. I do love watching them pitch, and Charlie Borden went from about 80 miles an hour to 100 miles an hour. Well, you know, he sucked flat out, and now he's throwing bullets. Yeah. He is. Regardless, the Astros have a great team. They have a great lineup, uh, and they haven't even gotten Marwin Gonzalez, Yuli Gurriel started yet. So uh, they'll 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 be there down the stretch. There's no doubt about that. This, this didn't leave a lot of teams left. Uh, number one, we don't have to go that deep into it. We've been over them. I got the Sox. They got Mookie. They got JD. Porcello's got six wins. Chris Sale, are you shitting me? They're nasty. Best team in the league. Best record in the league, hands down. They can't stop winning. Mark. Uh, I got the Astros. I think that they're just that rotation's too good. That offense is too good. They're, I just they're a little bit ahead of the uh, the Sox, in my opinion. All right. Yeah, I put the Sox ahead of the Astros. Um, I just think that the Sox have a better lineup. Uh, Mookie Betts is MVP of you know the universe. The, the universe right now. There is no one that can hit a ball better than Mookie Betts. Uh, I yeah, I said it, Mike Trout. Come at me. <laughs> but um five five. Yeah, well, you know, Mookie does everything every night. So but uh yeah, Mookie Betts is only the beginning for them too. Uh they have a great outfield when they get JBJ going. They have a good bullpen too. Um 
you know, and Giles and uh, the rest of the fellas. Giles has been good lately. Giles has been very good lately. Giles has converted his last six saves. And he also has now below three ERA. I got it. I got to just cut in here because you said Giles. You're talking about the Red Sox, bud. Oh, Ken, Ken Giles is a, uh, is a Houston Astro. Yeah, he is. I meant Joe Kelly, who throws 103 and yeah, throws a Joe, mean yeah. right. Joe Kelly doesn't throw 103. Joe, Joe Kelly does throw 103. Uh, that's the fastest pitch he's ever thrown. And what he also throws is a mean, mean right hook. Yeah. So, you know, right. Joe Kelly. Uh, breaking news, the Boston Red Sox have traded for Ken Giles. And he has also completed his last six save appearances. You heard it here on the Caught Looking Show. Jesus. All right. Uh, those are the five segments. We're wrapping up the show. Final thoughts. How'd the first show go, Mark? I thought it was pretty good. I mean, Joe just kind of fucked it all up with the uh, Ken Giles on the Red Sox. But, hey, you know what? That's Joe. What can you expect? I, I concur. Joe? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Ken Giles is not on the Red Sox. He's good. Neither is Hanley. <laughs> uh, Hanley is not on the Red Sox anymore. Who knew? <laughs> but uh, the Red Sox have no. Yeah, hand. good first show. Um, Giles, no, no Ken Giles, no Hanley, nobody. Good first show. Uh, you know, we're just getting going. Uh, and Marcus Stroman, I swear to God, get off the DL. You're not injured. <laughs> All right. Uh, my final thoughts. Um, good first show. I would say that I definitely had the best power rankings. I would also say that Max Scherzer was just crowned MVP on this show um, in May. Um, I would say Vlad Jr. needs to be called up. I would see Hanley's going to the goddamn Mets. And uh, and and I think overall, good for a show. Um, if you like the show, click that subscribe button. And don't forget to tell a friend. Uh, and um, we'll see you next Sunday. Don't get caught looking.